Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our new campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, the party chose their treasures from the Cobalt Treasure Hoard, which rewarded Jordan with the greatest prank item in probably D&D history and something which I now greatly regret putting in the treasure hoard. Yeah, good job, Mitch. Anyway, upon picking their treasures, they left the cave with Flipnip, now Yipnip, in tow. And after a very quick blood oath, they set off on the first leg of their journey, tracking the Harbingers of Retribution to a location known only as the Circle. They stopped for a brief moment of respite, during which Ethan was finally questioned about where he'd disappeared to, and in answering the question, decided that was ample opportunity to finally reveal some interesting truths about his backstory, and the fact that he is not originally from this time, and has ties to an order known now only as legend in children's tales, known only as the Shadow Walkers. Is your father one of these Shadow Walkers? Yeah, he was a part of the organization, but I found out that day when I saw him with the rest of the group. I only other than that, interested. Other than that, he kept his life completely secret from us. It's crazy to find out that the bedtime stories my mother told me are actually based <laughs> on real things. <laughs> Typically, stories are. Does that mean the reality. seven-headed minotaur sphinx giant is real? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, and his name is Charles. <laughs> I appreciate you opening up and sharing with us, Ethan. Yeah, I, um, ever since the most recent event, I, uh, feel a little change inside of me, so. And you guys have been there for me since this whole time, so. Figured I'd share a little bit about who I am. Well, sharing is. This is the last scary. thing I have of my yeah. father. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll help you with, with your shadowy people thingies. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that whatever road my father wants me on. It's not going to be an easy one. Well, yeah, you should be able to choose your own path. Don't do what your family wants you to do just because they want you to do it. You should be able to to pick your own stuff. Thank you. Much Thank like you, Mary. the games that Mary is uh, now studying, you should absolutely be able to choose your own adventure. <laughs> you don't. You don't know what's in my books. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Well, uh, I don't mean to sound like Seth here, but I think we should probably get moving again. I agree. Yeah, Yipnip has already, like, this is why you're saying it. Yipnip's already stood up. He's, like, brushing the crumbs off, <laughs> getting ready to go. And you're like, oh, yeah, we should move. <laughs> now, Seth, Seth, his, his, um, his overcoat is burned off completely, or Not is it more just kind of like, no, it's just singed on the bottom. Okay, singed. okay. You get the feeling Orlando is probably not going to be happy if he sees that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as it's not as pretty yeah. anymore, and I'm I'm ups I'm still upset about this. Gotcha. <laughs> <coughs> I 
should have used mage hand to like hold my train up. <laughs> yeah. So then as we stand, that is a use stand of mage up hand to get, I I get going. <laughs> nice. <laughs> as we stand up to get going, I just basically clinch onto that mm-hmm. that necklace again because that's like the only thing that I really have left of my father. So as we get uh, moving, I look over to Mary. Mary, do you have the spell mending? Uh, you have that ability. <laughs> this isn't a right now thing. This is a I need to know for later. <laughs> I I can do, I would have to to go to sleep. Uh <laughs> No worries. This I, is a it, it's a later I'll problem. I'll pray about it. <laughs> it's it's a later problem. Yeah, I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, yeah, I can May the all-powerful cobalt deity grant your prayers. Seems blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> or you, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't say it. I used druidcraft to make a, little, a leaf fall. Um, I for I always forget Gunnar yeah. has druidcraft. So you uh. Uh, as we're walking, Yuri just wants to say to Yipnip, uh, Yipnip, uh, how best can you aid us in battle so you don't fall too soon before your glorious conquest is finished? Well, I can stop stuff. Perfect. You'll be part of run. You'll be the in in run and gun. Ah. Perfect. Oh, so Ethan, by the way, I don't, I think you were gone. So we have a battle <laughs> tactic uh, <laughs> called run and gun, which is me and Gunnark pretty much up on the front lines. Well, and now Yip Nip. If it's got uh, nose, I can the kill front it. lines and just fuck. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like Mera the Right on, buddy. It's got knees, uh, I can kill it. That's a t shirt. So maybe, oh, here we go. Here's the battle tactic Akimbo run and gun. Yipnip and Ethan, you two stick together if there's more than one enemy. Gun and I will stick together if there's more than one enemy. If there's only one, all four of us attack him. While Ethan and Merida are from the back, from the range. Wait. I think that sounds like a pretty good plan. So I'm with Yipnip and Merida? No, uh, Yip, uh, bleh. Merida and Ethan are long range fighters, like bow and arrow and magic. Do you mean range. me? Uh, oh, Seth. Yeah, I. Yeah, I got why daggers. Am I, saying anything? I can throw them. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, yes. My bad. Uh, you know that alcohol from Yip Nip Whoa, Good stuff. A, a couple brain cells. I'm bad. imagining uh, the entire I mean, time, not the every time of... Yuri was saying Ethan, Seth was going, Seth. Seth. It, it, it's Seth. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> Absolutely. Seth. <laughs> uh, so, guns like, akimbo. It's not until Mary corrects him that he's like, I mean. So, guns akimbo is Yip Nip. And Ethan, you pick a target, you focus on them. Got it. And then me and Gunnark will pick another target if there's more than one target to pick. Makes sense. If there, if we say run and gun, the four of us, Yip Nip, you, Ethan, myself, and Gun, converge on that one. I think I got it. Perfect. Well, we'll figure it out as we go, right? If someone <laughs> dies, they die. I'd prefer no one die, but <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, the bad guys got to die. Yeah, I'd prefer no one die, but all right. So at this point... <laughs> you really got to test your boundaries. We've been discussing battle tactics for most of the rest of the day. 
as you continue making your way across <laughs> the plains of the frozen star of the north way that is Walking the Halidor Isles. Um, you presumably start looking for somewhere to settle down to sleep as the sun is beginning to set and the snow that was beginning to whip up is getting heavier and the cold is getting much colder. Well, this sounds uh, like a job for a ranger. <laughs> starts, uh, as it starts getting dark at the merit, do you need, do you need land? Uh, she she would have, but I got a six on my my nature check. Yes, so yes, she I'm... do. <laughs> I I hold up the yeah. torch and go, Tine, and it lights in a glorious <laughs> blue flame. That it do. And just so everyone knows, just so everyone knows, yes, all three trigger words for this. Uh, torch are absolutely going to be various forms of the word fire in Irish. Nice. As it should be. Because it's cool. <laughs> so, the Fey Flame Torch ignites. You see as well, the torch itself isn't actually on fire. The flame is almost hovering like half an inch above the actual wood. And it's casting a nice oh, blue cool. glow over <laughs> everything. Alright, well that... Now that Mary can see because you know darkness has effects uh she got a 20 yeah that'll that'll do it what's mary trying to do find a good place for camping easily enough done um you see a nice thick stretch of trees where even though they're vaguely dead because it's quite cold there are still some trees that can grow in the cold, um, and you do manage to find one area that's like a nice combo of the dead ones and the still alive ones, enough that it'll form some sort of canopy above you. And it's also off the beaten track. <laughs> I begin the igloo process. <laughs> I presume Mary comes to help with the igloo building and is it big enough for everyone or we are are we using tents and stuff again so last time i believe with the two of them working on it we were able to make one big enough um so i would like survival checks from both of you por favor as seth is attempting to shape the cubes Uh, that mary's putting together (laughs) Here, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Ethan, uh, friend. Ethan, friend. As soon uh, as he moves on. Do you want to help me look I'm, on fire? I'm kind of counting. Yeah. Because you can do, do like a five foot cube. I'm basically saying this whole five foot cube is the individual blocks rather than individual castings of shape water. So it's, it's helping lower the okay. DC for it. But rather than it being like and one big five-foot do... cube, then another one melts. Then one big five-foot cube, then another one melts. It's just like I'm I can having do some fun. three of those 17. before I, I can do three of those before one of them melts. Okay. So I get fifteen feet cube, and I've got a nineteen on survival. Sweet. So between the two of you, um, you kind of you start building 
the cube, and Mary's like running along, reinforcing it with nice, like properly physically formed <laughs> igloo bricks. <laughs> um, and between the two of you, you do make a very nice shelter for the night. Presumably, at one point, there's just a solid couple of minutes where Mary runs over to Gunnark. Gunnark lifts her up so she can put the blocks on the top. Puts her down, she runs away, <laughs> grabs another one, runs back. Gunnark lifts her again. <laughs> and between that, like, conveyor belt process, we get an igloo built. Yeah, while they're doing that, I will, uh... Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna predict There's the weather. There's a storm I'll, coming. I'll wait for that to happen, so I'll use Druidcraft yeah. it, and it see. It looks like the snow is gonna start getting... Ethan and I are gonna look for to firewood get. while mm -hmm. that's going on. Survival yeah. checks, please. Alright. Natural 20. Nice. 21 in all. So this time... No, I got <laughs> Natural two. I'm <laughs> sorry. So, uh, <laughs> did get a two though. Six with my uh, last time, proficiency. So. Yuri was just picking up pieces of crap, and Ethan was like, "Dude, come on, here's firewood." This time, it's the other way around. Yuri's like, <laughs> I totally forgot. Me and you look for firewood yeah. last time too. <laughs> Yuri's like turns around with like a whole log, and he's like, "Is this good enough firewood?" And Ethan's just got like a handful of sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wood's bigger than your wood, Ethan. It's okay. It's all right. Kindling is important. <laughs> I guess it's not the size that counts. That's how you use it. <laughs> Just guess. I'm sure Ethan, uh, Sir Seth can attest to that. <laughs> Just, I'm sure you would love to hear those stories, and I crawl into the igloo. Actually, I wouldn't. I would not. Uh, no, no, crawling into the igloo. You got out the watch two times now. You're first. Okay. I'm still going in the igloo, and then Ed pops out and starts <laughs> circling. <laughs> It's fine. Home. I'll take first watch. I'm, it's I'm fine. still taking watch. I'm just taking watch in the igloo. <laughs> you can do it through Ed. Yeah. You... I can see through Ed. Are you joining on first watch, Mary, or are you going to let Ed take first watch? Yeah, I will mm -hmm. join on first watch because I have no idea how effective that bird is. Mm. You don't know how good <laughs> the Seth's eye view is. Um... <laughs> so, <laughs> no so, clue. Perception checks from both of you, please. Twenty-four, because I got a natural twenty. Eighteen. He totally cool. knackered it out of the park. Eighteen. That's one eight. Yeah. Just make yeah. Sure. <laughs> so uh, you see nothing with your eight. Um, <laughs> you rolled one eight, right? <laughs> no, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Ed starts to see like rustling in the trees and kind of presumably flaps down to alert Merry, who's already looking in that direction. <laughs> um, you can see some distance yeah, away. Like, yeah, so instead she's like, no, stop I'm it. focusing. <laughs> Completely blind, I crawl out of the igloo. I don't know if you see... Okay, yeah, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Reverses back into the igloo. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can see through the trees, Merry. Um, some distance away, not enough that it would cause any issues, one of the wolves that was with the yeti, and you can hear the familiar sound of the Again, it is 
walking almost alongside you, and you get the feeling, basically, if you don't move or make any sound at all, it should hopefully pass. <laughs> um, and you're, you're kind of sat there silently waiting for it to pass as it's, like, patrolling the woods, and whoever is taking next watch comes out partway through this. I'll take okay. next watch. Alright, uh, well... When whoever's coming out, Miri will immediately like put her finger up to her lips and oh. you know the universal sign for you know shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, uh, Yuri, as she make kind a of points we're dead. out, there's no real need to make the check, so you can hear a little of that familiar <laughs> and the faint like growling of the wolves. Emery just gets up and heads back into the igloo. <laughs> My watch has yeah, ended. Well, uh, I was going to say, as Mary goes inside, I'll communicate telepathically mm -hmm. with League to turn invisible as a bat and just kind of hover over in that general direction, just kind of to watch them and, and see which way they're going to make sure they're not coming closer. Then, please, with advantage. Yeah. He might be invisible, but he's still he making sound, and he still smells. And does the little, like, bird hop and just hops down into the chimney. <laughs> uh, that is 21. 21. Okay. Let me roll yeah. the wolves' smellage. Sweet. Um... Occasionally looking through Fleeg, because you can do that, can't you? Um, so occasionally yeah. looking through Fleeg. Occasionally looking through Fleeg <laughs> and cutting like back between you, you do know he's stayed relatively safe and out of the way. Um, and they are kind of just patrolling up and down through this forest, probably looking for food. Um, <laughs> but they don't seem to notice Fleeg or the Igloo. Um, who comes out next? Um, I guess I'll, mm -hmm. I'll come out. I'll do the, I'll do the mm -hmm. same thing with the finger up to my lips and I'll like do the, hold two fingers up to my eyes, point them <laughs> in that direction and then do like walking hands Bit, like trying to do like stealth spec ops cough things and then give him a little salute and head inside as he's like charading <laughs> it understood out it. you can see the outline of the yeti pass through the I'll trees and you're like yeah of course yuri i'm i'm totally getting what you're saying i haven't seen it pass behind you I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I'll, as i head into the all telepathically communicate to flick that if they move closer to come and like let Ethan so is he, know. Like, perched on top of the igloo. Like how wet? Uh, I would say he's still kind of hovering around him just to kind of watch, but far enough away not yeah. to alert him. With that so, 21 stealth, I think he'll stay pretty close. Ethan, from you, as it is now very cold, yes. I would like a constitution saving throw, please. You do have advantage as you are wearing cold weather gear, but it is a lot colder than the first night you spent out in the open. There's a snowstorm coming. How much is the uh, 
How much is the the advantage? Uh, you roll twice and take the highest. You just roll level. twice. Yeah. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> so my first one was seven. Second one was five. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so you take one point of exhaustion. Mm. All right. Oh, oh no! This seems all too familiar. Yeah. At least this time you're not wet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unless you're into this guy. That's true. <laughs> Does the cold weather make you moist? <laughs> You said one point of uh, yes. exhaustion? Okay. Got it. Um, and at that point, we've had how many watches? Uh, Ethan's sitting there. So at that Three point, watches. Gunark's the yeah. only one that hasn't. Gunark slowly comes crawling out. It is freezing outside. You look around the side of the igloo, and Ethan just like shakily turns to look at you. There's icicles hanging off the mask. Oh. <laughs> That doesn't look too uh, comfortable. Not at all. Cool. Uh, well, I'll uh, I'll replace, and I'm gonna disguise Are you myself volume, as. No, I'm talking to you, Jared. I know, but when to you, you when I'm you were talking to, uh... to Ethan, <laughs> <laughs> when you said that does not. Oh, look good. Uh... oh no! I forgot to warn him. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. I'll speak. I'll just. Well, I guess not normal volume because I I don't want to wake up my mm -hmm. friends. So it wouldn't just be like me fully speaking, but I'd probably just kind Jared, of. Jared, roll her. persuasion. Right. <laughs> no, that's fair. Enough. Yeah. I'd be like you know, not whispering, but like, hey, that doesn't look very comfortable. Go on in there. Thank you. And I'm gonna disguise myself to be uh like. Basically, so of that all of my clothes and <laughs> and all of my stuff is fully like yeah uh -huh. camouflaged into the snow. <laughs> he just disguises himself as a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snowman. The head just moving like surveillance camera. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, so then Ethan goes inside. I guess. Can you make me a perception that. check, Gunnock? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. That's a six. That's a six. Oh man, our rolls are terrible. Cool. Cool cool cool. It's probably fine. Dun, so, dun, dun. You uh Very you stay snowy. on watch dun. for a while. Uh let's grab some dice. Holy crap. Okay, okay. Okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing to me. That was an average for those, uh, the Yeti and the Wolves. One natural 20 and two natural ones. Wow. Oh, thank God. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> those Halidor dice ain't doing no, good this time. one on that one. <laughs> thank wow. Tempt goodness. fate, Jordan. Don't tempt fate. <laughs> he just uh, he already did. So, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> passes by uneventfully. You... Up. Oh, I do need you to make a constitution saving throw, actually, because it is cold. Nearly forgot that one. Okay. And do yes, I get advantage for the cold weather gear. my cold weather it gear? It is extreme cold. Constitution saving yeah, throw. Boy. That is a 17. Yeah, you're alright. 
Well, you're toasty. It's, it's cold, but you you your your request to Melando was more functional than um, presentational, so it keeps you very warm. But you do have a couple of the I've icicles got my base collect. Layer refer to yeah, and the horns. To the, to the point where, like, you stand up and they... just, like, encased in ice. <laughs> you head back into the igloo. Um, as... That's yeah, the last shift, the last right? shift ends, and... The sun is rising. Um, the snowstorm at this point, it's... Not like it's a storm in the sense that it's obscuring everything, but there is heavy snowfall. There's not much obscurity going on. It's cold, and there is snow falling quite rapidly. Um, but yeah. Everybody wakes up. Except Yuri, who died in his sleep. Um. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Wow! Just like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I tempted fate. Yeah. I died. <laughs> yep, Nip had kind of like dug into the snow of the floor a little bit and just curled up in a ball. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think subconsciously as Yuri slept, he like kind of scoots closer to Mary. <laughs> mm -hmm. Who's just in the backpack. Nope. <laughs> He's hugging the backpack that yeah. has Mary in it. You guys wake up, it's just like Mary's head sticking out the backpack as she like slowly wakes up. <laughs> As Gunnark walks back in as if nothing was happening the entire night. <laughs> None the wiser. I was like reading a book. Yeah. Your new the book. The whole time. Your new yep. tome. I'm just like <laughs> flipping through tome. Just flip through tome. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Quite interesting. We have no idea that there's like a rampaging like Yeti 20 world. feet away. <laughs> They passed by close. <laughs> I'm I'm fully camouflaged. Yeah. You just see I like two eyes and Basically. a book. Just like um, but yeah, you guys all wake up. You're probably a bit like why does Gunark look so calm having spent <laughs> the morning <laughs> near the Yeti and the wolves, but mm -hmm. hey. Maybe he just wasn't phased by it. <laughs> but yeah, morning comes. Um don't know if there's any RP that anyone wants to be doing, or if you would like me to just carry on on. Alright, boys! <laughs> up and at him! We've got a turtle to rescue! Let's go! Come on! I, yep, thought up, we up. Were, I thought we were rescuing kobolds. What turtle? Up that too! Orbs? All of it! As everyone, as everyone starts to do the, like, groggy thing, Seth decides <laughs> to do what every dad ever has done when they're waking up their kid for school, and I just shape water the... <laughs> Uh, God. Igloo opens, <laughs> the sun's just. Bad. <laughs> so, freezing cold water. Awesome. No, I, no, I take the water off. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just. The it's oh. throwing open the drapes. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha. Now, Ethan um, would have had a short rest, I guess, then, after his watch, or no? So, every, everyone had a long rest. Um, but Even you basically. The fact of my... we, like, we, we extend well, you the long rest to a point where you can take watches and still have the eight hours. Yeah, but his exhaustion happened. Oh yeah, that's true. 
afterwards. when there was only a and then I yeah. went that's to what sleep. he was so yeah so how does that work so it would have been the last rest? few hours sure i'll say it was a, sh yeah. a short rest by the fire so then yeah so i still have my exhaustion then yes because i thought long rest only cure short yeah, exhaustion okay good self-policing as uh as the sunlight pours into the igloo yuri just kind of like folds the collar of his coat up a little bit five more minutes no we gotta go yuri if we could get it done we could go do fun stuff after this this is when everyone in the party finds out yuri is actually a vampire <laughs> don't give away my backstory man i bend down i bend down right by yuri's head if you don't wake up now, this the very cold water is going to be on your face. No, let's not then do that. Then a brass knuckle will break that pretty jaw. Boys, boys. I'm not the morning person, Seth. The in poison could not tell. brass knuckle. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't don't forget. Wait. I'm coming. I'm just grouchy. Okay, yip nip. Do you have any more alcohol? That's just nasty. <laughs> There's like a thud as it hits you in the side of the head. Oh God! <laughs> as ah, fucking early for this bullshit, motherfucker. I pop it off and I take a sip. Deciding to be helpful. Okay, let's get going, friends. <laughs> deciding right. to be helpful, That's... I use shape water to like do the like assisted stand up bed and just like. <laughs> The blue is melting around you because you're reshaping. Well, I've already just like dispersed the igloo. All that's left is the blocks of Mary's hard work, <laughs> <laughs> like the vague skeleton shape of the igloo that you were then able to compress snow onto. I'm just like sitting outside reading. <laughs> Like, I already had my long rest, so I'm just, like, still, like, hearing all the argument behind me, just, like, not paying attention, just reading. I help him, help assist him to stand up and hand him a cup of tea that I've already made. Here you go. What? 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 What is this? It is tea. It's very heavily caffeinated. I, It'll help you wake up. I, I don't... It's also don't, warm in this cold climate. I don't... I don't need that. I need I need what Yitnip gave me, and I pour out the tea, and no. pour in a little, and <laughs> pour out a little alcohol into the teacup. This is the drink. This is man shit. You could have put, yeah. you could have um, put that in the Gunnar, tea. It would have been seeing uh, as you're whatever. sat outside. I guess everyone is, but you're most outside. Um, <laughs> can you make me a perception check? Seeing as you Except have you also been the one tea. divining weather things, so you're probably looking around regardless. A non-natural 20. Non-natural 20. Um, you know there was, like, the snow flurries and stuff. Um, and you know it normally, from what you've heard, I mean, you haven't really experienced many snow flurries. But from what you've heard, it should be a lot lighter than it is in terms of light level. And you look up. And you can see in the distance, in the direction you're traveling, there is just this like purplish tint slowly forming in the sky, and it's darkening everything around you. Not to the point of low light, but to the point where you're like, something's up with the weather. <laughs> the sky is this like strange combo of like blood red and purple. I think I like, I do the thing where I like barely look up from the book that I have. So I'm just like... 
and then I look back into the the igloo as it melts or I don't even look back yeah I just like I'm like reading the book but like kind of turning the head back in and I uh it looks like there's some weird uh weather pattern coming uh I'm not from here is that uh Mary is that like a normal thing that you you all deal with here like purple and red uh, uh, wait, snow what sky hmm <laughs> So yeah, she'll kind of crawl the rest of the way out of the pile of angry men and uh, <laughs> get a good look outside. Oh, uh, this is not optimal, is what I would say about this. Yeah, normally the sky really gets purple at night this. around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Well, I think this means we should be hurrying even more. And Ruddle! Oh, yeah. And he's like fully armored next to you. <laughs> Spear shaft in the yeah. ground. I like I like your can-do attitude, mister. I say fully armored. It's scraps of random armor held together by strips of cloth. <laughs> I sovereign glue. <laughs> <laughs> he's just glued the armor onto himself. <laughs> he thinks he's a warforged. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be That's adorable. totally going to be my next my character if I, when I next get to play is a kobold who thinks he's a warforged because he's just got armor glued onto him. <laughs> I love that. That's going to be awesome. That's beautiful. Anyway. All right, yeah, let's get this. Let's get this trek over with. Let's let's save these people and be heroes and blah blah blah. So how All fast are you guys going to move? <laughs> Best. Shall we move in a? I was gonna say very. Mary recommended speed. a faster pace. Yeah. So full speed ahead. Have I? Yeah, we should probably. Have I been around long enough to have figured out skis? <laughs> no. <laughs> I imagine if you were a ranger, maybe, but it probably hasn't really mattered enough to you. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, do you care enough to have made skis? Probably not. How much time would you really have spent outside in snow? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Completely valid. <laughs> so, shape water skis. <laughs> you just got big old ice blocks on the end of each foot. Um, <laughs> so, you guys, I assume, take off at quite a brisk pace. <laughs> Me trying to be funny has just completely fucked my words. You take off at a brisk pace, was what I was trying yeah. to say. Um, and I'll follow. I'll follow close behind Mary and you. Yep. Cool. 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 So I'm gonna say for the sake of for the sake of ability to maybe hopefully uh, lessen our survi our survival checks. I'm gonna like compact the snow a little bit, like just a bit ahead of us as we go. Okay. Okay. Just to make it easier to walk. Oh, on. Well. Um, it might help, you think, but you're mostly focused on just booking it. <laughs> you called. Um, <laughs> so, Jerry you guys, yeah. Um, annoyingly so. I'd say you'd also be risking messing up how Mary knows how to. This is true. The land. Yeah, valid. Because at this point, stop. you do have to get off the main road in order to head towards the circle it's not on the main road 
So yeah. I, I guess it's so somewhat helpful because like... it is into the snow banks, but... <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Seth, buddy, I know you're trying to help, but you're really throwing me off by, uh, by messing with the snow here. Oh, if you right. could just And I stopped yeah. doing that. <laughs> Yip Nip is just like alongside you guys. You know, like when a dog's doggy paddling in the in in water. He's doing that, but just like when a lizard, you know, when lizards oh, start adorable. running and their legs are like three sixty. <laughs> he's doing that across the snow, and he's like, "Come on!" <laughs> That's a better analogy. Is the lizard? Yip Nip, uh, how much do you weigh, friend? Not much. I don't have the information One directly cobalt. to hand. <laughs> yeah, it would be something silly like it's like a sack of flour, maybe something like that. Do you do you want to maybe not to be drowning in snow? No, I'm good. This is how I roll. And he's <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He's his head is like perfectly above like it, it, but he's skittering so that he stays on the surface of the snow rather than sink in. It's one of those lizards but, um, that can run on water. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Bless him. But if anyone's following closely behind Yip Nip, they are constantly getting a face full of snow. <laughs> um, you, You're just wiping it off yeah. constantly. You set off very quickly. <laughs> That's what I switch my. <laughs> this when now... I stop compacting the snow, I yeah. change it to just keep the snow off. Windscreen my wipers. Face. <laughs> um, you set off now through what's much denser forest as Mary's now trying to navigate through trees. Uh, with the aid of Yipnip, I will say this doesn't uh, really require a roll, as you can assume the weirdness Gunnark was pointing out, probably coming from that direction. Um, so you're heading towards the weirdness <laughs> in the hopes that it takes you to the circle. Um, that is so true of Mary, just in general. <laughs> She's just heading, heading towards, towards the weirdness. The weirdness. Um, yeah. uh... As we're going through the dense forest here, he's going to just constantly cast Blade Ward on himself. Okay. <laughs> the tr the twigs are, like, snapping around the Blade Ward. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are, at this point, pretty much sprinting through the trees. Um, and as you start getting further and further into this forest, and Mary, you're like, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. I know it has to be. You can hear the sound of voices slowly reaching your ears. Um, muffled screaming, but also voices. Um, and after probably a good hour or so running through this forest, you eventually, I would imagine, probably like skid to a halt as you reach the edge of a very, very large crater in the ground. Um, you can see Beyond it. <laughs> you can see <laughs> Mary under her breath nailed it <laughs> um, <laughs> inside the crater you can see there are jagged crystals and rocks jutting out weirdly and haphazardly um, and five of them are seemingly glowing and it's at this point now that you've stopped as well, you notice the snow that's been falling has turned blood red as well. And you can see the sky above you is this horrific blood red, purple, blue, just this strange twisting spectrum. And you can see shapes inside the crater. It's not like it's this huge massive thing, you can't see them, it's like 
five, ten foot down. Um, but even still, you can see a group quite easily identifiable as Harbingers. Um, and you can see a very tall, very imposing figure stood in front of them, dressed entirely in black armour, with this jagged or these like jagged shapes on top almost like a crown um, as he's talking you hear this voice slowly reach you can't quite make out what he's saying and it's reaching the edge of the crater and he is moving around as he talks and uh, as he talks the crowd parts almost there's there's a handful of them and someone comes forwards clutching this strange looking object which they place in the center of um, these five crystals that you can see are you guys doing anything yeah I'm getting my bow ready <laughs> I cast hacks on the big guy how many enemies would you say there are if a creature is hexed does it know <laughs> um let us find out it doesn't say that they would know okay i will make a i guess i'll make like an arcana check for him maybe okay. um you see the ground underneath his feet start to darken um and like the shadow that he's casting on the floor starts to like writhe almost liquid like um so you get the feeling that hex has taken um and how many people enemies are there sorry yeah so there's like 10 of them on the floor and you can see oh, other wow. vague shapes nearby but you can't quite make out they are obscured by these harbingers outside of um, the do I, outside of the big armor man, do I see one that looks particularly beefy? Make a perception check. What sort of beefy are you looking for? Total beefy chose, or the uh, beefy I'm that I'm intelligence. thinking of? Like, <laughs> could hold his own at least for a bit in the fight with the uh, big guy here. Sure, make a perception check. What were you saying, Jared? Um, so as part of hacks, I choose uh, right. an ability, uh, and I'm going to choose intelligence. So any ability checks made with intelligence are going to be mm -hmm. Ooh. at disadvantage. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Smart. Uh, All right, I think we need to. Seth? It's a twelve. Twelve. Okay, you don't see anyone that looks particularly beefy. Okay, I picked one nearest to him uh and i i think to myself can i roll an arcana check to see what if a wonderful I... world <laughs> yeah i'm just <laughs> same i think same about it thing. i think about it would i be able to combine abilities and use gunark's telepathy with my cast of suggestion to cast suggestion silently on someone no okay it, would it was have worth to be a Gunark shot telepathically doing it, it and even that's worth bit... a shot yeah that's that's some spells 
Once you know what doing... happens if you do too much with the weave? You know what happens? <laughs> Bad things happen. It's uh, true. Um, Watching everyone kind of prepare, Yuri's going to cast Shield of Faith on himself. Okay. And as you're all preparing up on the ledge, you hear the chanting die down slightly, and now this voice starts to echo through, and you hear, Bring the arrow crystal! And someone steps forwards and holds out a crystal. Uh, he takes it and puts it inside this uh, I think I think that's all cue, guys. Uh, I think uh, Guns Akimbo needs to fire. Slowly spinning in place, this object. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I speak into everybody's mind. Here I go. <laughs> I will and the go. second he says that, Yuri's charging full blast. I, uh... I'm shooting off Eldritch Blast at the big guy right away. I like, shouts at the uh, at whoever just uh, pick one that's close by but could probably hear me, and I cast suggestion on him. And Yuri's going straight for the biggest motherfucker in the group. Okay. And then Ethan Ethan shouts out, "Get it with me." Okay. So I'll deal with the order it was called out. Then so the Eldritch Blast. This is all happening at the same time, but I'm just doing it one by one so I can clear it in my mm -hmm. head. <laughs> the Eldritch Blast, you're firing at the Knight in Black, yes? Okay, so yes. that fires off towards him. Yuri's basically changing, charging the chasing the Eldritch yeah. Blast. So that goes. fires off towards him. Yuri, you're following real close behind. Seth, you shout at one of them. What are you shouting? I'm casting Suggestion on him. And, uh, like, it, making sure my people see who I'm pointing at and go, I suggest you disrupt this ceremony! Okay. Hopefully you're not pointing at the one I, me, and Gunark are targeting. No, I point, it was just like, he is nearby, <laughs> he's nearby the center, okay. kind of here. You! <laughs> Yipnip runs up alongside Ethan and just holds out the spear ready. Merry, were you doing anything? Um... Mary throws one of her new books. <laughs> yeah. The power <laughs> of knowledge. This one's about a jungle. No. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> uh. Cutting words. Uh, are you just letting go of the arrow? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot people. Uh, sorry, it's been so long right. since... Uh, so, Mary has shot anyone. Gunnock. But that is what. Roll to hit. Mary. Uh, that is Roll to a hit. 23 to hit. Oh! Okay. I was going to say, if it. If I, I mean, granted, I didn't say it, but Yuri's going to like run up and hit, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to uh, bonus action cast Hail of thorns with my to, to go with my arrows so okay uh, so that first that first <laughs> yeah we really just like kind of shotguns in Damn. yeah mary's arrow like All splits right. in the air <laughs> well it does because i've got the uh some shooting two arrows one they have to go to different targets i believe yes. but the first one will hit the big 
the one that's doing all that talking, mm -hmm. that's who I'm aiming at. And it's going to deal some extra damage what with was the, the Hail of Thorns. Uh, it was a 26. Okay. With uh, 11 points of piercing damage plus... If, well, did it hit, I guess, with a 26? It's important to know. Yes. Because, <laughs> okay, because otherwise she's climbing back out going home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it did, sorry. Okay, cool. I read cool. the armor is at 15 um, instead of what it is and was like, hold up, let me recalculate something, but it still hits. <laughs> okay, so... I need a deck save. Yes. From that guy. He passes. As a bunch of thorns. I believe with a natural eighteen. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then the uh, second arrow is a twenty-three oh. with five points of damage on someone else. Yeah, on somebody else. Cool. So, you're all charging in as this is happening. Um, and it, it kind of, it happens all at the same time, but it's almost sequential in that this Eldritch Blast, because I guess Gunnark was the one who was like, let's do this. <laughs> Did mine hit, by the way? Yes. So, you okay. watch as this blast I hope so, at 23. sails through the air and just pings into the side of his helmet. And you're like, that's gonna do a whole load of damage. And he just slowly turns and looks at Yuri, who's now charging towards him. <laughs> I was gonna say the second that hit, Yuri's jumping yeah. up to like fucking full haymaker him. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I did eight damage if nice. any damage actually happened, but it does. Uh, question, Mitch. Oh, answer. Uh, just ruling mechanic-wise. So to do booming blade, it requires a melee attack. Yes. Right. Okay. But I, I couldn't do two weapon fighting though, if I do booming blade, right? Don't think so. Correct. All right. Because yeah. two weapon fighting is if you've made an attack with your main hand as an attack action, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. why I was asking because booming blade you have to take a melee attack yeah, action. It's, it's a bit of a hard as one part of the casting. Oh, it's, it's also yeah. Because I, I don't get so this scenario in, particularly in. often because not many people I play with choose to use two-weapon fighting. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, no worries. It's a shame, because it's awesome. It really yeah. is. Okay, so I'm going to take us right as that Eldritch Blast swings. Uh, you know we were thinking about you, and I'm going to take a swing fist. with <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to swing with thoughts for a 15. So... The Eldritch Blast pings off the side of his helmet. This arrow thuds into his shoulder and Yuri, you jump up into the air to like Superman punch him and he just, it appears we have visitors and catches you by the throat oh. as you come swinging down towards him. As uh, this is happening, <laughs> one of the others <laughs> in the crowd goes, I must disrupt the ritual and starts running <laughs> towards this metal device. Ethan and Yip Nipper on the side just like, holy fuck. <laughs> Could I use a bonus action for two weapon fighting on his arm to try and break the grip on my throat? Did we rule that it can be done with booming blade? I didn't do booming blade oh, at you all. you didn't do booming blade, fine. I so was then... just asking. Yes. 
thing. If we rule that it does, then that's how I would like to do it mm -hmm. from now on. But I was leaving that to you. Right. Uh, so, Makes yeah, sense. so as he catches so there me, was no throw, there was just Superman yeah. punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm going to aim right for his elbow to try and disrupt the mm -hmm. grip with prayers. I will say that's at this a point, 20... the surprise attacks will have finished. So, Yuri, what was it? Uh, uh, 21 to hit. 21. You swing with your other fist, and now you get a sense of what uh, the young adult that you saved was talking about as your mm. fist swings at his elbow and like an half inch before it even connects you hit and you ping off even with the knuckle duster with enough force to nearly break your wrist and you're like oh oh no <laughs> and he just uh, slams yuri down into the ground and says oh man let's deal with this problem and that's where we're going so to end this session Oh, <laughs> fight music. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, damn. Wow, we. It ain't looking good for Yuri. So, do we <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh... Looks like the night in black is going into session nine. This will be fun. So. Wow. Looks like chapter one wraps up next time. Yuri's gonna end up mouthing off. There's only gonna be two hits, me hitting you, you hitting the ground <laughs> at some point. <laughs> you're, st you're just still talking trash. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.